What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Other Side of the Firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams. And as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? And LaVon Maynard. Hey, welcome to the show. What is going on? So welcome to uh, another great week, very diverse week. Uh, this, uh, I won't spoil what we're going to talk about today, but I'll give you a little uh, insight into tomorrow. We'll be uh, talking about cyber attacks, uh, potentially intended to kill people. Uh, and then Wednesday, we have a very good discussion with uh, Gabriel Davis from uh, from CISA, where we, we talk about um, a little bit about his background, as well as uh, some CISA um, initiatives that uh, are coming up in the near future. And then we even talk a little bit about, uh, you know, his, his, uh, his uh, show watching and uh, study habits. So definitely tune into that Wednesday episode. And then Friday, of course, we talk about everything but cybersecurity. So if you want to uh, hear about the sixth generation of, uh, of video game consoles and our take on it, then definitely tune into Friday's episode. But without further ado, I give it to Shannon. All right. So this article is from uh, threatpost.com from Lisa Voss. Um, it's entitled, it's titled, Missouri vows to prosecute hacker who informs state about data leak, right? So uh, the Missouri governor, Mike Parson, uh, he actually launched a criminal investigation of a reporter. Now there's a reporter, right? That works for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch uh, newspaper who found uh, a security flaw uh, that was listed online. Now, if you're not looking at this article from Threat Post, right, it has hacker in quotes, right? Because when, when I go into what, how they actually discovered this, you'll be like, that's not really hacking. At least that's my, my, my take on this, right? So what ended up happening was, <clears throat> excuse me, the Missouri Educational Agency site was displaying um, uh, over 100,000 clearly visible social security numbers for school teachers, administrators, and counselors um, in the HTML source code. Now, to find the HTML source code for, <laughs> for a website, all you need to do, depending on the, the, the browser that you're using, it's as easy as right-clicking and then just do uh, view source data or something like that. I'm trying to think of what it says. Actually, hold on, I'll tell you what it says. Like view page source uh, or something like that or, or source code. Like that's the extent of it. So there was, no, there was no tool used that was outside of using whatever browser was available to them or whatever. Um, and this is how this reporter stumbled upon this, right? So the reporter actually went to the agency, right? The Department of Elementary and Secondary Education um, went to them and disclosed this to them, right? And then didn't even publish the story until after the pages were down. So it's not like this person was a hacker. They didn't ask, a, they didn't ask for any money, you know what I mean, or anything like that. They just made the state aware, like, hey, you have this vulnerability out here. You guys may wanna do something about this. And again, they waited for them to bring the page down before they published a story on it. But what's what's <laughs> what's I don't like about this is that the governor now was trying to um, go after this reporter as a hacker, right? They're trying to call him uh, a hacker and say that, hey, you're, we're going to go after you now in a criminal investigation, and we're going to have you reimburse us uh, for reimburse the taxpayers for the amount of money that they say went into um, uh, trying to trying to do incident response for this, right? Which honestly, and, and here's the amount, $50 million. They're saying it could be as much as $50 million that they're, that they're going to go after for this. And I'm like, 
you didn't have to spend $50 million to properly secure this website. You know what I mean? Like that, there's, there's no way that much money was spent. So now it just seems like a vendetta because you got embarrassed. You know what I mean? Um, but this is just, uh, it, it's, this is somebody that was actually trying to do the right thing. Cause in this day and age, that's not what we see now, right? Like we do this show every week and we talk about all these different instances where someone is trying to, trying to financially, uh, trying to, trying to, um, financially get ahead on these different organizations and these different, uh, these different agencies. Um, and this is one where the reporter was trying to do something that was right. Like, again, didn't ask for any money, just made them aware of it. Didn't publish the story until it was already bought down. So this was just, I don't see why the governor thinks he needs to go after this reporter for this. Uh, but Levon, what's your take on this, man? This is some malarkey. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> No, you, I mean, you had a some malarkey. What the hell? No, it's just like it's kind of crazy what's going on here. I mean, obviously, it's like the reporters just re- uh, reporting on the facts, and um, I think it's kind of interesting though. It's like, uh, you know, I, I'll say this bottom line up front: like, there's no reason this governor should be going after the uh, the journalists about you know finding the source code or finding this data, the social security numbers in the source code for the website. It's like um, the fact that. They actually reported it to the BESE, and then the uh, you know it wasn't until the, sh- the site was shut down that they actually you know put out the report in, in the in the newspaper, uh, so that it wasn't like actually available to anybody else. So nobody knew about it while the site was up, so that uh, it was not compromised in any way. So it's like they kind of covered their end in that respect as well. But besides that, I was kind of thinking to myself, like I wonder what the, the journalists like. I wonder. The journalists, I'm, I wonder if they had like a security background of some sort, who would like randomly go into like the source code of a website just to see like, I don't know, what can I see here? They must, unless they like kind of knew ahead of time, like, oh, I've seen this vulnerability before. Let me go and look at the source code, see if I can see some social security numbers here. Um, so it seems like something that's a little bit more of a, um, you know, maybe the journalist has a little bit more of a background than, um, than, than I know at the time, at this time. But uh, it was kind of interesting that they, they were able to discover that information because even I don't, you know, I don't go into the source code on any websites, really. I don't really try to find any kind of vulnerabilities, but um, it seems like something that, like a, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, like a, a white hat or a blue hat hacker might might do just to kind of verify security on your websites or your, you know, on some of your devices, your your servers, something like that. But I just think that's kind of interesting. But nonetheless, going back to the original, you know, uh, focal point of this article just the fact the governor is trying to come after this this journalist just it's some shenanigans it's uh some malarkey um try to find some more old-timey words i can think of to kind of categorize this but uh, i don't think there's anything <laughs> anything of the uh uh just no there's no reason for it i mean i think if anything the journalist should be like praised for like police releasing information to them ahead of time before some other hacker got access to it and then i think the governor and his people would have been in even bigger trouble if the information got out to uh some nail duels uh that would may have may use that information for some other nefarious purposes so uh i think it's good on them to actually like let them know about it the journalist for letting the governor and his people know about it at a time and shame shame on this governor for for, for trying to strike back at this uh, journalist just doing the, doing the job there. So uh, I think that's all I have to say about that at the moment. But what you got on this, Ryan? You have some thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's uh, 
twofold, right? I think it, it'll discourage people from disclosing things to um, to the state or to the federal government um, when they do find something. Uh, so that, I think that could be bad, right? Because you do want to know that these vulnerabilities are out there for, coming from a, a, a person uh, of good intentions. Uh, and again, maybe there's some background that we're not uh, aware of. Maybe something was disclosed ahead of time or something like that for them to, to want to uh, aggress on this journalist so, so hardcore. Uh, but even the Biden administration, when it was being stood up, had um, stuff in its source code to, as an advertisement looking for cyber, um, for, for people in cyber. Like, like, if you can read this, then we're looking for you. Please fill out an application type situation, which I thought was pretty cool because uh, I, I, I don't dwell into um, source code either. But apparently people do. So that was that was the intent was for a very specific type person. Like, hey, we want you to sign up to uh, to work for the administration. So I think I think there's something there, um, but I think it's it, it's only going to harm people from uh, from coming out and, and saying something. Uh, and then I, I think it, it emboldens hackers, right? Because um, the hackers like, oh, I'll show you what a hacker could do. You know what I mean? Like th that's a challenge. You just you just send a message like, oh, we don't we don't understand cyber, <laughs> and, we're, and we're mislabeling people. So now you're gonna have somebody who's a real hacker like, okay, I'll show you what a hacker can do, um, and that that's not good for anybody. Um, uh, they what they should have done is they should have been aggressive against the person who built the website. Like <laughs> that would be that would be my go to, right? Like, oh, this was not built properly. It was not safeguarded properly. We need to go back to them to either have them fix it or uh, potentially have some kind of punitive. Um, uh, actions against them or what have you. Um, access is accident, right? So I, I wouldn't necessarily say we need to uh, sue everybody to, to uh, oblivion uh, or Tyson. What might I say? Oblivion? <laughs> we need to sue somebody into non-existence. Uh, what we need, do need to make people accountable um, for, their, for their actions, right? So if you didn't secure this website properly, then we need to uh, disclose who you are. Like, don't go to this person. <laughs> give them, give them a, a one star on Yelp for their uh, web development skills or uh, just fix the problem and, and don't be embarrassed by it. Like, oh, okay, well now we learned something new. We'll make sure that none of our sites have this flaw again um, type situation. So uh, yeah, again, yeah. I think it's just misplaced. Yeah, it'll def it should definitely lead to process improvement for sure, right? Like yeah. it'll be one of those things where there's a different QC that needs to be done be before a site goes live, you know? In the right. So yeah, that that is just... I don't know. I can't. I can't see them thinking this was a good idea to go after them for this because, again, like the the part the part that proves to me that they're not hackers, so to speak, is that they waited. You know what I mean? Right. They could right. have published. They could have published that story before they even brought anything down. Yeah, and then that would have been a problem. Like again, it's still First Amendment, right? Like so, you see it. You can say something, but it's 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 like yelling fire in a movie in a. a crowded theater like uh, the ramifications could have been bad right because then somebody could have jumped on it stole that data and used it for nefarious uh, reasons like instead they they warned you like hey we see something they waited for you to take action and then they disclosed it uh because you know a story is a story at the end of the day um and they, they got they got bills to pay as well so they're like well this might be and it could like you said it could lead to process improvement right so like you publish that and it gets out there and then uh, other uh, local municipalities take action. Like, okay, we also had uh, Bob Smith make our website. Let's check the source code. Like, oh, nothing but socials. <laughs> That's what this guy does. <laughs> he builds websites with exposed PII in it. So maybe we shouldn't hire him anymore or her or whomever. So 
uh, but yeah, I, th- I thought it was an interesting story. Just the the take that the the state took on it was was interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm but right I, I think I, pretty- I think it's just the uh, and, and like circling back. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, oh, I have a sync issue right now, so that's that's my fault. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah, I, I see that. We're out of sync a little bit, but uh, yeah, I was gonna just reiterate what you said. I think it's um, obviously the person that developed the site. I think they maybe they're potentially the skills maybe lacking a little bit, or maybe they were a little bit uh, lazy. Uh, I don't want to put them too negative, but maybe they just weren't paying attention to some of the source code and stuff like that. It just seems like that seems like such a almost obvious thing that you wouldn't have the uh, social security numbers like in the source code. I guess you imagine that the you know, social security numbers should be like in some sort of database somewhere that shouldn't relate to the, that connect to the database as opposed to being like in the code of the website. I don't know how they would, uh, let's just kind of stamp it into the source code. Um, it should require like some sort of query or something, I think. Uh, and I, I don't know enough about it as well. I haven't worked enough with websites, web development, but from my understanding, from my like a high level understanding, I feel like that's, you know, it shouldn't be like stamped into the source code at all. Uh, but that could be my, uh, my uh, inexperience with that, that, that's so more the, than, uh, yeah, sorry. More, no, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> more, no, than likely, I, more than likely what they did was they pulled from a database that had all of their pertinent information in it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they were just pulling the wrong fields is what ended up happening, right? Mm-hmm. They should have just been, so like this website probably had, you know, maybe a teacher's photo and name, the grades that they taught, right? But the database mm-hmm. has all this other stuff in it. So if anything, right. they, should, they should not have pulled from that database that had PII in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or created a separate one that just had whatever they needed. So then you can't make that mistake, right? If you're going to a database that doesn't even contain that information, you never have to run into this happening again. You know, they took the easy way and like, oh, you already have something. Let me tie into that. Don't worry. And they probably told them, don't worry. I'll only take what I need. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's right. You know? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I'm also very uh, not not knowledgeable on uh, web development, right? I've made a couple html sites i'm sure i i never had pii on any of my websites but i'm sure if, if i had some i would have disclosed it <laughs> not, not knowing what i'm doing but i don't have that type of responsibility right so you, you would you would hope that someone uh, more skilled in that area would have would have caught this but again not to bash the the, the development team or whomever made it like mistakes happen um but in this case i think the focus was on the wrong entity of where the problem is at um but I digress. So, but I think that pretty much wraps this episode. It's pretty, pretty short and to the point. Uh, please leave us your feedback. Like if you are a web developer, maybe you want to clue us in on what happened here. Um, Cause the, the, the article doesn't really go too in depth with, um, with the problem. It just gives you the general oversight. Right. Um, but definitely hit up, uh, uh, hit up our websites and what have you and give us some, some feedback. Um, thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Devon. Uh, for all you uh, listening uh, on a regular basis, definitely tune in to uh, this week's episodes. They're pretty fun. Definitely tune in to Wednesday's episode with uh, uh, Gabe Davis from uh, CISA. A really good time. A lot of really good information uh, was disclosed in that one about his organization and what they're doing. Um, hit us up at the website, www.theothersideofthefirewall.com. We get to all our social medias. You can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Clubhouse, Twitter, and TikTok. And you, LeVon? You can hit me up on the Twitters at LeVon Maynard. There it is. Stay safe. Stay secure. Take care.
Thank you.